a Radio 191 FM podcast. From slinging breakfast on Radio 1 to being the mayor who gets it done, it's time for our fortnightly catch-up with Dunedin's mayor, we're Squawking with Hawkins. Um, right now I'm joined by His Worship Aaron Hawkins, Maureen, to you, Aaron. Uh, kia ora, good morning, Jamie. In the immortal words of Stained, it's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. Oh, Stained, jeepers, creepers. Hey, um... It's been a while. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, no, don't, don't apologise. Don't apologise. That's a fantastic soundbite that we will record and use <laughs> quite a bit. Um, right, nine hundred million dollars for a library. That's ex- that's just a, that's a, that's a lot, Aaron. Yeah, that's positively Alexandrian. <laughs> um, yeah, that was quite a surprise to read that in the newspaper this morning. Um, you know, obviously in the command of Big Dewey Decimal, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, a decimal a decimal place missing. I think. It's, uh, $9 million in the budget for the library presently. There would be a significant uh, change in the level of service being offered there. Well, I just thought maybe Microfinch has just, you know, the cost of a Microfinch uh, these days has just uh, skyrocketed. Yeah, Microfinch, it's, it's how you know in a, in a horror movie that things are about to go horribly wrong. <laughs> a, group of, a group of teenagers hunched over a Microfinch. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, dots and signs, Aaron, two things that I'm sure um, when you entered local politics, you didn't envision being such diverse topics. Um, yeah, like wet wipes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. How's the crusade against wet wipes gone? Uh, that seems to be under control, yeah, um, <laughs> as far as I'm aware. Haven't, haven't, haven't had any uh, significant blockages that I'm aware of. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, have you ever tried to drive at 10 kilometres an hour? Because it's quite hard. Um, and you have to, you know, honestly, you have to be quite extra attentive um, to your speedometer uh, while you're driving. And to be honest, my car drives faster when I put it in drive. Um, the, it goes about 20 k's an hour. So, um, have, you know, have you, have you tried to drive down the main street at 10 k's? Well, um, I'll stop you there at have you tried to drive. Uh, and uh, and the answer is no. No. Um, so so this is certainly not um, uh, something I have lived experience of, uh, as we say. But look, it's certainly a challenge for for some uh, some vehicles, and we know that changing the behaviour of um, or changing behaviours of drivers is always controversial, and and changing speed limits by putting up a by putting up uh, temporary speed limit changes alone isn't generally that uh, that useful. Usually, it's more effective to change the built form of the road and do all those sorts of things and, and make it feel like the kind of space that you would want to move more slowly through. So, uh, without doing that, because that work is significant and substantial and expensive, and you wouldn't do that uh, as a temporary measure as this is, um, it's always it's hard. It's, it's hard to encourage the kinds of behaviour that we wanted to see in order to give people more of an opportunity uh, to keep physically distant from each other and return to the city centre with a degree of uh, confidence under alert level two. Mm-hmm. Well, the public's not happy. The AA is saying the ideas are bad and they don't work. Isn't it time to just say you got this one wrong, you know, uh, and, and reverse the measures? Oh, we're always open to feedback and, and refinement, and we were all, and we were clear at the very beginning that 
uh, there was nothing that was being done that couldn't be changed uh, back overnight or adjusted and uh, we did that uh, as an example with the phasing of the uh, pedestrian crossing signals, the bounce dance crossings in Short Street that wasn't working and um, we changed them back. That was always the uh, the intention and, and, and we've, we'll monitor this on the way through and um, you know it's probably worth checking in with people and making and seeing if it is an issue. I guess if, if people aren't coming into town because uh, they don't feel uh, that they can do that safely, and if if that isn't the case, then uh, it's probably worth looking at whether it's worth doing this uh, at all in the interim. But it was only ever designed as a uh, as a measure um, while physical distancing requirements were necessary, and so you know it looks like hopefully. Uh, we're on track to getting uh, down to uh, alert level one and uh, within a month, at which point it'll be moot. Did the council ever consider the effects on people like myself that have a fear of tightly packed circles? <laughs> no good with sponges, eh? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, is that trypophobia? Yeah, that's the one. I couldn't remember what it was off the top of my head then. <laughs> No, but but we really could, we really should be adding those sorts of uh, those sorts of concerns. Maybe the the disability issues advisory group is the place that you could direct those, uh, Jamie, and, and we could make sure that that is um, considered as part of our urban design work. <laughs> Very good. Hey, H and J Smith is looking at shutting its doors in Odebode. Uh, uh, it looks like the Meridian Mall is not coming to the ball when it comes to uh, rent relief. Perhaps it's something that I've been reading. Um, but I want to know, has lead lease who own operate the ball, have, have they asked for rates relief? And is that something that you, you would look at giving them, even though they're playing hardball with their tenants? Uh, certainly not that I'm aware of. And, and council's rates remission policy, which allows for um, remission of rates in cases of extreme hardship, uh, the, the policy only covers residential properties, mm-hmm. um, which isn't to say that we don't get uh, requests from uh, commercial properties for assistance, but I mean, I certainly have had no communication uh, with them, and, and if that turns out to be true, what I've read and, and certainly what I've heard anecdotally from from uh, a couple of places, that uh, that they have been unwilling to uh, to support their uh, tenants at a time when you know most other commercial landlords, ourselves included, are uh, um, uh, foregoing rent because it's pretty hard with a good conscience to charge people rent for shops that people aren't allowed to enter um, then that's probably the, the real story here but it was you know it's a, it's a significant footprint within that building which is challenging at the best of times um, not least of all now mm, Indeed um, changes to the council's tender procurement and contract management policy. I'm guessing that a lot of people would be surprised that up until now it has only been a prerequisite to give 15% of contra- council contracts to local businesses. Why? Uh, that's not quite. That's not quite how it works. So uh, our procurement and tendering process is done under a system called weighted. What they call weighted attributes. Mm. So rather than take something, take the lowest price, for example. Uh, you can give weighting of up to X percent uh, plus or minus for various factors. Uh, and one of those uh, in the procurement manual was uh, sustainability, of which buy local is, is part of that. And and under the uh, under the old, well, the policy's the same, but the, uh, the weightings have changed. It was uh, up to 15% could be allowed for that. Um. Uh, and now I think it's 15 
or tw- up from 20 to 40 or, or something. Yeah. Without yeah. needing, sorry, I, I shouldn't try to fudge the details, but uh, without needing permission uh, to, to go outside of that at, at either end of the scale. So uh, that, that seems like a, a fairly simple thing that we can do to uh, try and support uh, more uh, more local enterprise and the work that council are doing in the short to medium term. Does that include council-owned enterprises? Do that go for tender? Uh, no. Uh, uh, the, like council companies, men? Yeah. Uh, no, that's, that's only for our direct contracting work, so things from parks or um, you know, property maintenance or roading stuff, that kind of thing. Um, uh, I, I don't know enough of the detail about any of the CCO's procurement policies. Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I say that because sometimes I know, like, Delta has to bid for contracts as as well. So, like, you know, uh, do they get the oh, same luxury? Oh, I see what you mean. In yeah. terms of them bidding for work. Yeah, yeah, so it would cover any yeah, any um, uh, any any open tender process that we're running. Um, all right. Um, so uh, one final question. It's a long weekend. Um, it's the first long weekend out of um, you know in, in level two. What do you what are your plans, apart Aaron? From that nine weeks from that nine weeks. Yeah. long weekend we had. <laughs> well, what are you going to do, Aaron? You're going to catch the monarch, perhaps go play a round of mini golf at Happy Days. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, it's certainly so long as it's not too frosty. I'm quite um, quite nervous about uh, driving in frosty conditions. Um, it hasn't always been Queen's birthday weekend. Hasn't always been kind to us. No, uh, in that regard, but um, yeah, tonight definitely, definitely keen for a trip up to the uh, the peninsula. Maybe um, haven't been to see Armstrong's disappearing gun for a oh. while. Not standard for camp, <laughs> uh, and 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 you know, my son is a fan of both um, munitions uh, mm-hmm. and native birds. Wow. The, the the peninsula is, is quite an offering, but you yeah, know, it's, it's it's good, and and hopefully uh, we'll see some people taking advantage of the opportunity to travel around the country a bit and. Come and uh, come and visit. Seems like half the city's off to Queenstown, but yeah, I think so. There might be some inbound traffic to, to balance that out. Um, now you made an interesting point then, uh, actually. So I've got to touch on that. You haven't been to the Armstrong disappearing gun since Santa Four. I can understand that you didn't live in Otipoti at the time. Now I have, and I haven't been since Santa Four either. And therein lies a bit of a problem, doesn't it? Like, I mean, I haven't been to the Albatross Colony since I was in primary school. Mm. Ha- since I've been, you know, because it was free. Um, I haven't been on the the, the trains, Tyree Gorge, since I was in primary school. Um, so I mean, the, 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 and I'd say it's the same for a lot of people in in the city. You know, um, these things have just been kind of uh, for tourists from out of town. So it's kind of time to take the city back, isn't it? Yeah, and they've certainly been. I mean, that's where the market's been, and so that's where the they've, they've pitched their business. And you know, likewise, uh, a, a lot of people, uh, people who have lived here their whole lives, that I know have never been on a tour of Alderston, for example. Um, and so there's a, a pretty big task. For the, uh, particularly for the kind of visitor tourism industry to uh, to to re- refocus and, um, and and try and uh, mitigate the the loss of international visitors, in particular with not just uh, visitors from other parts of the country, but uh, your your local audience. You know, um, mm-hmm. the old New Zealand tourism campaign. Don't leave home till you've seen the country. That's right. Something. Yep. Yeah. Um, so there's, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of that going on. This is obviously a very a stressful time for for a lot of those businesses, particularly those that rely heavily on on international trade. And you know, Sydney Railways was certainly one of those. And um, you know, 
but there is a tremendous work of uh, amount of effort going into to try and do just that to to uh, keep as many people in in work in those uh, in those businesses for as long as we can. Indeed, um, Alveston, eh? Why why when I can just sleep for free at home? Um, thanks, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Um, have yourself a wonderful day. Um, oh, good, you do. good luck in your meetings today, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Yeah, good. Cheers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you too. That was the Radio One ninety one FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.